Many of you have heard me through the months as I come up to this AMBO and promptly announce to all of you all that basically I'm like all of you. I'm on a journey traveling through my life, trying the best I can to do all the things that God would like me to do. But in my lifetime, most of the time, I was a teacher. <clears throat> and one of the things that I did and believed in was the Jesuit tradition, even though I was not a student at Jesuit, I believed in the Jesuit uh, tradition of repetition. You say it enough times over and over again, soon somebody will be able to understand it. And I believe that that's a good, good teaching technique a lot of times. I want to be very basic and give you some simple facts, many of which are repetitious. But I think it's important to be able to give you those facts. Who does the Immaculate Conception refer to? We know it refers in a special way to the Virgin Mary herself was to conceive. What is the Immaculate Conception? One of the sources that becomes important that we all need to become familiar with as a source is the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us to become the mother of the Savior, Mary, was enriched by God with gifts appropriate to such a role. The angel Gabriel, at the moment of the Annunciation, salutes her for as being full of grace. In fact, in order for Mary to be able to give a free assent of her faith to the announcement of her vocation, it was necessary that she be wholly born of God's grace. Through the centuries, the church has become ever more aware of Mary full of grace through God. She was redeemed from that moment of her conception. The most blessed Virgin Mary was from the first moment of her conception by a singular grace and privilege of Almighty God and by virtue of the merits of Jesus Christ, Savior of the human race, preserved immune from all stain of original sin. Does this mean that Mary never sinned? Yes, it does. By the grace of God, Mary remained free of every personal sin a whole life long. Does this mean that Jesus did not did, that didn't need to die on the cross for her? No. He redeemed all of us from the moment of her concession, conception as well by the singular grace and the privilege of Almighty God and by virtues of the merits of Jesus Christ, the Savior saved all the human race. The splendor of an entirely unique holiness by which Mary is enriched from the first instant of her conception comes wholly from Christ. She is redeemed in a more exalted fashion by reason of the merits of her son. How does Mary, this Mary, parallel Eve? We heard the story in the first reading of Adam and Eve. Just an aside, isn't it wonderful to know that in the Garden of Paradise when they committed sin, they felt that they were entitled but didn't want to carry on any responsibility does that sound common to you in our society today? No, I didn't do it. She made me do it. No, he, she didn't do it. Oh, the snake made me do it. Nobody wants to take responsibility anymore. Well, what happens is we need to remember that when the garden of paradise was made, it was, believe you me, 
Adam and Eve created immaculate also. But they chose in their free will to be bound by sin and they lost their stainlessness. Mary remained in her entire life faithful. And because of that, that's why we call her the new Eve and Jesus the new Adam. How does, Mary, how, does, how does this make Mary an icon of our destiny? Those who died in God's friendship and thus go to heaven will be freed from all sin and stain of sin. We will thus be rendered immaculate, which means stainless, if we remain faithful. What a beautiful message for all of us. Every one of us, if we can keep our friendship and grow in friendship, and do all the things that we need to do, we too can be purified. We may have to be purified in purgatory, but what happens is either by purgatory or in this life, we can be made to be rendered holy and immaculate. I think that's a beautiful thought for all of us to have. And that's why this day, December the 8th, which falls all the time on December the 8th, this feast is so important and beautiful for all of us. We need to understand the significance and the role that Mary prays. Mary, through the doctrine of the Immaculate Conception, is the most blessed Virgin Mary and was for the first instant of her conception by a singular privilege and grace granted by God in view of the merits of Jesus Christ, the savior of the human race, preserved, exempt from all stain of original sin believe it's a beautiful time to celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception on December the 8th. For all of us to have the opportunity within our lives to be able to understand that we too can grow in holiness. And when we read the story in the Gospel of the Annunciation, it befell upon Mary and then we have the Immaculate Christ Christmas that takes place for all of us in just two and a half weeks. God bless all of you all.